Es mejor llegar tarde a casa que nunca volver a llegar. Es mejor llegar tarde al trabajo que nunca volver a trabajar. Y es mejor recoger tarde a tus hijos que nunca volver a recogerlos. Llegar tarde a donde vayas por esperar a que pase el tren es mucho mejor que arriesgar tu vida tratando de ganarle el paso. Por algo existe el dicho, más vale tarde que nunca. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Nitzel. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Today on DC On Screen, we'll be talking about the premiere, season four premiere, of Supergirl, The American Alien, right after this. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. For this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 510. We'll be talking about Supergirl, season from, <laughs> season premiere. Does he season finale in the, in the opener? I think premiere? I don't know. Okay. American Alien, you just heard it. You know what we're talking about. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Whenever we try something new, it's like it's hard for me to stay out of my old ways. Mm. Like, <laughs> all right. So it, I can't believe we're in season four of Supergirl. Isn't that weird? A, a canceled CBS show. We're in season four. <laughs> Sounds more likely than you would imagine. That mm-hmm. thing, guys. <laughs> Oh, see you soon, Secret Six or whatever that was. Right, I think maybe they'll do they'll do CBS All Access right out of the gate on that one, probably. <laughs> maybe. I can't imagine it fitting in with anything on CBS. I don't know what's on CBS to be honest. I couldn't name their programming right now if I tried. No, yeah. just look looking down the list of people on in the Secret Six. I'm like, mm, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. They're not gonna use any of these people. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, much like Iris over on The Flash, Kara is a reporter again. Yeah, back to the How roots. How about that? Back to roots on that one. <laughs> or Back to roots. Roots that wanted to be. I actually enjoyed that aspect of this episode a lot, though, is, uh, like watching them come up a little bit, kind of watching them get to run a newsroom, and doing it differently yeah. than Kat did it. Like, not literally mm-hmm. not using the same room to do it in, you know? Um, yeah. I kind of dug that. Them yeah. dealing with the cub reporters. I miss Snapper Carr. I'm just going to say He was good. It. He was good. Sometimes I sit up late at night and just kind of wonder, where is that guy? What's he doing? I know. Hopefully we'll see him again. You know who you don't have to worry about? Is, What's that? Is Sam. She is, Sam. Quote, quote, living happily ever after. Oh. Hmm. That made me I laugh. Only wish I, I only wish I remembered who that, who that was. <laughs> 
the big bad from the last season, and daughter. Oh, 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 well, that was a bright spot that they weren't there, wasn't it? No. (laughs) (laughs) That got fun in some way. Like, like last season, Sam was more interesting as a character than the uh, uh, Rain was. But it did really crack me up that, like, the, the show used literally the phrase living happily ever after to uh-huh. write to write them all like they described what she's doing right now and sent her on her way and and employed that phrase i don't i, I don't think we're gonna see her again yeah so much for uh because we're Cara in a fairy tale carolina's and alex's best friend yeah so much for that gonzo it's oh. fine it's fine it had run its course <laughs> I would kind of, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm it had. not being completely uh, sarcastic here. Like, it, that had run its course. I would be deeply annoyed mm-hmm. in a way if Sam was still there because there's this, oh, my God, it could be rain at any moment kind of aspect that mm-hmm. I would not appreciate. Like, if, if I got, you know, halfway into the season and rain was suddenly in charge again, I would be so pissed. That's the kind of character, like, yeah. once you've used it, get it out of here. Get it out of here. Move on. Let's do it. Well, you know, you can't, like make her a good guy who has powers on that level because then it's just like super girls yeah why, why do we it would we have, have to be girl? their show same yeah reason. i agree yeah so same reason you don't have superman sh- you know floating around all yeah. the time like you, you kind of need supergirl show to be supergirl show yeah <clears throat> if they have a other lot of superheroes on there explaining that soups is off off world somewhere yeah Argo they, they usually dumb down the powers i mean look at what they've done with to, to uh, Manhunter. Yeah. They That's didn't really almost, dumb, uh, down, dumb down his power so much as they just don't use him inexplicably. Or they come up with, you know, horseshit like, it's not my path anymore. Oh, okay. Okay, John. <laughs> Every time he said that this episode, <laughs> I thought, really? Really, John? <laughs> we'll see. I'll see you soon, motherfucker. Like, that. that's what it <laughs> invokes in me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like I it. It's a neat character arc for him, you know, uh, to mm-hmm. my dad showed me a different way kind of thing. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. His, his, dude, his robes were dope. His it. robes are dope. Um, I, I kind of like him, like, running the support group and everything. That was, that was, this yeah. isn't, like, in a way, it's it's kind of a role he's been trained for for a long time. Was he running that support group? Uh, I thought well, his friend I, who got killed was. I think Fiona was probably running it, but him. Helping run a support group, I'll call it. <laughs> well, she was running it. He was more or less doing what he always does. He was sitting there and nodding and giving that little glimmer in his eye. Like, yes. <laughs> I approve. I am the manhunter. Sitting there and being wise. <laughs> Something we've trusted him with for a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't... I don't hate this version of him at all. It's just, it feels like it does have an expiration date. Oh, it absolutely does. It has to. And It, it has to. The fact that this version of him exists, uh, to me, kind of justifies everything that happened with his father last season. And I really liked his father last season. That was one of the bright yeah. spots of the show, toward, uh, especially in the last half of the season. But it was... Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed that character. So I, I'm, I enjoy, well, his- I'm enjoying the payoff of seeing this version of him now. We'll see where it goes. I think his, uh, I think I think I got through last season because of his dad. Like every time I heard his voice, <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, oh my, oh. my manhunter!" 
from Justice League Unlimited. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Um, <laughs> I can trust again. I can trust again. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, the uh, Alex, uh, the the Alex learns that she can't be a jerk to someone who isn't her good friend. Lesson seems forced and weird. That bothered me. It, it bothered me that you know suddenly Brainy was there like all last year, pretty much. Yeah. And now suddenly he's got he he's like I must dress like Win because I realized that you were mad at me because I wasn't Win. And she's the head of the DEO and she doesn't have that sort of discernment like she can't like separate her shit. No, no, it bothered me. I'm gonna run a different it, version by you. Okay, because what I saw was unnecessary weakness in a wonderful character. Yeah, I'm still gonna run another version by you that includes that. I think. Okay. Um. I'm going to preface it by saying she got shit to do. Well, sure. But we all got shit to do, Jason. <laughs> right. But <laughs> it it's not out of bounds. I, I mean, I I do kind of agree that this could have been summed up earlier or probably within like a few days, but it is still an emotional arc, which means it takes more time. And for Alex, that's something that it takes her time to uh to go through these things because, you know, humans and all. Uh-huh. And I, I kind of liked the fact that it was off kilter. Made sense because, like, how how do you cope with a person like you know Brainy? I, like, it is weird. Like, it, it in a way, it makes sense that Alex would try to cope with him as him, even though he is a just just a weird a weird dude when it comes right down to mm-hmm. it. I, try as he might, he's going to be off putting. He's going to be uh, kind of too smart for the room and in certain ways. But to dumb for the room with others, like he's he's an interesting character. I like I I'm actually I think I'm going to enjoy Brainiac being a part of this season, and mm-hmm. I kind of like that in the first episode they've wrapped up that they're going to be working on their relationship to replace what we had with with Win because damn it man I I, I missed Win in this episode he was yeah always charming always funny always fantastic. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Jordan was very missed. He uh, as, at least in our household. Yeah. I don't blame you. But I wasn't taking it out on Brainy, man. Not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, there is a little bit of a, a little bit of a meta representation. Like, hey, we're gonna use him to do this. Anyway, so bottom line, I kind of get it. I kind of get mm-hmm. that it takes her so so long to address it. I kind of get that Alex addresses everything very aggressively and he tries to do everything as logically as possible and eventually it gets to this point where it's taken a months to figure out hey we're just stuck with each other mm-hmm. they're both stubborn as hell in a way it kind of makes sense and we don't get to see that but at the same time i don't want to see that i'm supposed to see you know five or six months pass but you know between seasons that's that's right. fine um but i quick question did he did he seriously break into win's apartment because it sounded like he broke into win's apartment it sounded like you broke into Wynn's apartment, yeah. Like I keep wondering if there's a shattered window somewhere that we need to address. I also wondered if maybe he was staying there. For a second, I thought he was staying there, and maybe he's just pulled this off, but surely they know where he's staying. I don't know. Maybe they don't know where he's staying. Maybe they don't know. <laughs> I really liked uh I mean, he's basically getting a, a little more He less. could just go to a spot and close his eyes for 40 minutes and reboot and go back. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe he never has to go anywhere. I thought his image inducer could probably just take care of his clothes. I don't know. I don't know what the I rules are. I don't know either. I liked, I, I did like the, uh, the slide about the sweaters being, uh, 
restrictive or <laughs> yeah tight yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny so i thought we were done with the brainy talk and i mentioned a thing so uh-huh. i'm gonna go go to that um <laughs> i really like what, what what they're doing with lena right now i like how she's creeping more into lex territory i like how she's doing underhanded business to get uh guardian off the off the hook yeah it's gonna backfire oh it will absolutely backfire but it's almost a luthor tradition Mm-hmm. Like That's try how it works. try to do the right thing by doing the wrong thing, and then feel extremely annoyed and uh, slighted that you're trying to do the right thing wasn't perceived as doing the right thing, even though you did the wrong thing to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. That I I I, I tell you what I need coming to a head right the hell now. Uh huh. As soon as possible, last season if possible. Lena and Kara, best friends versus. Supergirl and Lena, you know. <laughs> yeah, I need there to be a payoff here. Whatever the hell they are. Whatever the hell they are. Enemies, uh, begrudging allies. I, I think because, it's... Because, like... I, I don't Supergirl know. I think it's, like, very... Pissy. Ally? I'm not sure. I'm really not. But I do need... I, I feel what you're saying. I need that to, kind of, to have a payoff very soon. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Kara, when she talks to Lena, she's like, Ah, ha, 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 we're best friends! Ha, 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 ha! And then, like, when she's Supergirl, she's, like, staring at her like, you horrible person. Right. So, I I, I, I need some sort of payoff, really. Yeah. But I like Lena, so hopefully that continues. And her accent has gotten better. Well, you know, it takes a lot of work, man. I appreciate it. It takes a lot it. of work. I, would, I don't think I would have noticed it in, except that you mentioned it. It's just that I've accidentally seen her in a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. So, I've, I've had a lot of time with her that I didn't expect, and... Now I've been tracking it mm-hmm. in ways that I would probably not have. How do you feel about them combining, uh, or not really combining, but making Otis the brother of Mercy Graves? I don't have any feelings about the, the character's existence, except that I kind of like the guy playing him. You like the guy playing him? Yeah. Oafish, uh, kind of fun charm. A little distracting. Like, distracting like, in a way I... that Mercy's apparently going to uh, play everything very dour, and I'm going to appreciate that every now and then. I actively disliked both of them in those roles. I felt like they were freaking Lois and Clark villains, man. Oh, they, they were are. so bad. They are. <laughs> so you'll agree with me there. Okay. But it, like him, I felt like he was enjoying like having fun with his role. Her, uh-huh. I felt like she was taking it very seriously. And so far, we're we're not to a point yet where those roles have any gravitas. Like, it's really cool to have right. Mercy Graves, you know, na- not only name-checked, but present. But I'm just like, what is she doing As with those part lines? part of the Lex canon. Which, you know, by the way, we've got Lex coming. Like, it, that's a... Th- I know. That's a thing. We're going we're gonna to be able to see Lex Luthor, for God's sake. But... Yeah. And I know Tyler Hecklin's coming, because, good Lord, a lot of set photos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... Just check anyone's Instagram account. You'll find Tyler Hecklin. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's not that deep. I just I did not like uh, I I didn't like either character, and I thought she was specifically very bad. Any line she gave was just villain from like syndicated Pamela Anderson's VIP kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like real, real syndicated television. Like this, that's like three or four steps below CW level acting. <laughs> like I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> it uh let's put it this way uh like i thought she wasn't that bad uh-huh in the way that i thought he was a little bit distracting that like he kind of engaged his role mm-hmm. um 
like to me it seemed like he kind of thought like oh i get to i get to do this let me have some fun and someone told her to be super serious and yeah. I, I i like i see what you're saying but it, it didn't didn't hit me the same way okay <laughs> i can see it but yeah i was just what, what what is she doing what what is this does she know what show she's on <laughs> she was like geomancer <laughs> it was not not geomancer levels no 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 we did not broach that now the motorcycle scene they were involved in was geomancer levels of bad <laughs> yeah it wasn't great that was terrible it was just just it that was terrible oh here's what i loved the obvious really bad shot they had of of Supergirl flying in through that window, and you see like Melissa Benoist like cower and throw her her arm over her eyes while she's hitting the glass, <laughs> like oh oh glass okay well I'm Supergirl like yeah uh huh you guys should use that take. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah, did not catch that. I'm not sure if it's worth watching all those all the all the commercials. Just to, to go back. Uh, just to see it on, on the CW. But. Maybe. I might. I, I say that. I don't have time. There's a lot of shows happening right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if at all possible, though, man, use that stunt double. She is clearly a badass. Absolutely. Well, I don't even know if she's around anymore. She's... Talking about Jessie? Supergirl stunt double? Yeah. I, I forget her name. Not, I just remember she was... Like, she was on, like, American Ninja Warrior or something. And yeah, Jessie Graff. Destroyed Graf. Yeah, that course. Uh, she, I don't... Yeah, I don't think she's. I think she's off doing her own thing now. Is she? Off? I don't, I'm oh, not sure. That is. I'm that not is sure. Be a shame. I am honestly not sure. Someone, write in. Let me know. Okay. I don't. I don't follow the American Ninja Warrior too much, but I, I think I heard she was doing other stuff. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I. Uh, I don't know that it's a uh, particularly strong opener for season four. Um, I think you liked it a lot more than I did, but. You know, as as you put it while we were off the air, I generally just gestate and sour on things. <laughs> yeah. It's it's been too many days it's since been I watched it. More than twenty four hours. Though to be fair, me and my wife were both like just super annoyed with this episode. So I don't know. <laughs> we just weren't we just did not like it. I definitely wasn't annoyed. It the the main problem I have with it is especially when you when you watch a season opener, you you should be able to kinda of come away with what am I excited about for mm-hmm. the season. And there's only so much about the season that I'm, you know, excited about. Yeah. Like the most exciting thing for me, bar none, was, you know, we have Linda Carter's president revealed as an alien. That was cool. That's huge. And also mm-hmm. like Red Sun Kara, as I'm calling her until further notice. Yeah. Literally punching her way out of wherever the hell she is in uh Kostnia, I, I think I don't know. Mm-hmm. Probably got that wrong, but that's that's cool. That was, those were, those were awesome yeah. stingers. Is it Cosnia? Anyway, yeah, the Cosnia, uh, Cosnia. Those were cool stingers. But some of the, the other Kasnia. stuff that that I saw happening that I'm supposed to be excited about, I'm not. Yeah, I I I'm not excited about um, or worried well, about. I should say maybe. <laughs> I don't know about worried. I, I'm. Um, so what what's going on this season then is like what do you see? What do I see? I mean, it, it looks like this agent of liberty guy is going to incite a race war, which you know I I would I am against obviously. Like that doesn't sound like a good thing. <laughs> this story, like you know, like there's almost it, virtue I, signaling in saying that. Yeah, we shouldn't do race war. That's obvious. Yeah, 
Yeah, like, and that's my, that's always going to be my issue. My biggest issue with Supergirl is that I feel like just like, they just, as you, I think you put it, they paint in broad strokes, man. It's just all like race war bad. I'm like, no, no kidding. I mean, really? Yeah, I know. Yeah. (laughs) And then other times I kind of think to myself like, in, in this version, it was a dark web with, uh, you know, Brainiac 5 can freaking get in there and undermine it in a few seconds, but that's ridiculous technology, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. In general, the dark web is actually hard to penetrate and deal with, but what I saw was like the internet, like the 4chan version on Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, obvious broad strokes, race war bad. Obvious broad strokes, there there is a 4chan and there are still people saying we should do that. Yeah. So to some extent, yeah, uh, I get it. You know. It's 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 not subtle, but no. on the other hand, I like more subtlety. they do bring it up. I like more subtlety, and honestly, I kind of wish they had chosen a different character. I know I don't want to be that guy who's like, it's not the same as on the page. I'm not expecting it to be, but I do think it would have been a little more fun if they used like a Captain America type Agent of Liberty character who was a good guy, who was just more of a little, more, little more of a Golden Age type character who saw things in black and white and then could slowly over the course of the season or series, if you were looking in the long term, you know, come to realize that not everything is so black and white and there are shades of gray. That would have been a little more fun. It would have been a little more fun to see the, uh, like the dichotomy between a character like that and Kara. Um, I kind of feel Dan Jurgens' pain. Dan Jurgens was not happy with what they did with agent of Liberty. Um, there's maybe still... called it lazy. <laughs> <laughs> there's time for that. I, I don't, I don't think you can come back from inciting race war and, and shiving, uh, Jean's alien friend Fiona, I think. Huh? <laughs> I I I think her name was Fiona. Yeah, I I don't think there's coming back from that. Yeah, there is. I mean, th- this. I is... mean, I guess if you're Spike on Buffy, but no, it's the same universe of characters where you know, uh, Batman doesn't just put the Joker down. There's there's coming back from anything because it's still a comic book property. Maybe, but uh, yeah, I don't. I, don't I mean, look at like go Hal Jordan or. Kyle Rayner or something. There's there's coming back from anything. And I think even on this show, it can get so... Uh, it, it can get out there enough that maybe we explore this character and there's some redemption quality to it. Maybe. Mm-hmm. They don't usually go that deep. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they, they seem to have... They seem to be biting off more and more as they go. And I do like that they're growing these characters and, and like time is passing in this universe. Like it, yeah. we've got Car and and Jimmy dealing with or James dealing with the cub reporters. You know, Alex is the director, seemingly doing a great job. By the way, like doing your haircut. The uh, the characters are growing now. Hank, yeah, or John, we'll see. Like every time, every time they put him in this position where he had to to kind of duck into his new morality of like, no, 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 I I was put on a peaceful path. I'm like, uh huh, yeah, really, yeah. We'll see, buddy. You gonna walk the earth like Kane from Kung Fu, man? We'll see, Come buddy. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but there's but yeah, there's a I, lot I of chance know. for like a grand tale of redemption in this show. It's possible. I do feel like every time they kind of set someone off on on learning about themselves or changing, they write them out of the show. <laughs> like Maxwell Lord had a pretty solid redemption arc, and now he's just gone. Gone. He's just, he's gone. I'm sure that had more to do with the actor just not wanting to relocate to Vancouver, but like Sam is just gone now. 
uh, you know, she they shoehorned her in so hard as being their best friend, and now they're just gone. She's just gone. She's her her path is over. Um, it it's problematic it's, the way they do that, but eh. yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It's not problematic. It sucks, man, because <laughs> it makes me like it sets me up to feel like I I can't trust any other relationship or new character on the show. Like, yeah, but you can't. And and when you look at series of TV shows, that's that's true for all of them. Like, it, within like, a where, season, where's my Monel, man? You're what? Where's my Monel, man? No, no, no. <laughs> you can't have all the things. You can't have all the things. I would just like one of the, one of the things. Mm-mm. Now, if I give you one, one thing, you might want other things. You can't have anything. You can Apparently. only have what I give you at any given moment and appreciate Including that. A good show. And then deal with it. It is. It's very restrictive the way you have to write these things and, and deal with them, but. But I look at all the other shows and I go, it doesn't have to be this way. Yes, and no, it depends on the trajectory of people's careers and the, the contract and all this other crap. That What it amounts to is sometimes you get to make a beautiful thing and sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you write people in for as long as you have them and then you write them out as best you can. Oh, I know. I know. I know. It's just uh, it's not something this show does particularly well. Yeah, that's why I laughed at the phrase, happily ever after. (laughs) Mon-El being an exception. I thought Mon-El had a a pretty good arc on the show. He did. I'm not not worried about that. Sam, that was funny. Like, that was meta funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, in the sense that I felt like the writers were just telling us, please don't expect this from us anymore. Yeah. We're literally giving you this phrase. To figuratively forgive yeah. us. I feel like the Supergirl writers are like <laughs> the McDonald's employee equivalent of writers. Where they're just like, here is your freaking burger. <laughs> Leave us alone. I think there's a lot more behind it than that. But I I, I mean, I get what you're saying. But <laughs> yeah. Here is your dense little patty of tropes. <laughs> <laughs> And morality play bludgeonings. Same time, Eat it like, and shut up. These are these are the people that are they they tried to have a lot of nuance and really swung big with the first season and got canceled. So now they're kind of taking their shots where they can, and they are yeah, they're, but the, like I said earlier, painting with bigger strokes. But they didn't really get canceled because you know oh C- they got canceled and then moved. No, the CBS. No, the CBS guy said that if CBW hadn't taken him, they would have renewed him, probably. Yeah, he said that. He said it. I don't know what to I believe. I don't believe it. Okay, well, that's on you. <laughs> they started off with like $11 million Look at that. for their little demo, and then I think it was like yeah, five they... by the end of the season, which is just, it's too few for a network show. It was 12 and 6, but yeah. It wasn't going to work. No, it wasn't going to work. Same re- same reason we have Constantine and Legends. You know, it, it, there's... um sometimes the thing fails and it ends up somewhere else when you can appreciate it in different ways. Yeah. I felt bad for Supergirl because yeah, they, they ended on, on 6 million. They, they, they dropped by half in that first season. I think it was like 12.9 at the beginning. And then by the end it was like 6.23, something like that. Kind of being conservative, but yeah, it was that bad. I think so. I, um, I recently looked it up because someone was like, the ratings weren't that bad. I'm like, Oh yes, they were. They were. Um, and then it dropped by another half when it went to CW. Yeah, but that's about right. I know. It's I just, mean, on so CW, sad. if you're I getting bad 3 million an episode, you're killing it. 
I mean, I don't think that's what they're getting now. Yeah, they're doing fine. Supergirl's not going anywhere. I mean, I don't think that's, as I said, I don't think that's what they're doing now. I, I would have to look it up again, but um, it's neither here nor there. She's not going anywhere. Um, I think it was around three last time I saw it. With that in mind, I, I, I do wish they would try to work out some of their kinks a little more, but I don't feel like they, I feel like they don't think that they're, they have kinks like that, so... I think we're just stuck with the show we got, man. No, I think the the fact that you heard the phrase "happily ever after." To, I mean, that was a that was a well hung lantern, and to ridiculous. me, that yeah, I know. But like to me, I know at this point. Yeah, they know. They know. We're on the same page. <laughs> They're just not going to change it. They can't. How? How can they not stop writing bad? Oh, well, <laughs> that's a big question. No, I mean, certain things where, like, a character arc doesn't get picked up or, you know, somebody doesn't come back where they were supposed mm-hmm. to or somebody sticks around longer than they were hoping or whatever. Like, the the availability of people, that's not in their control. I'm, was that her issue? Was that Sam's issue? Because it seems like I remember her putting out a statement saying, like, well, I mean, if they want me back, I'll come back. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I think, I think, my, I think my character is done for now. Like, that just sounds like, well, I guess they're done with me. Yeah. I didn't get a call back. There can be uh, budgetary concerns that will make that not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like if you, I don't want to harp. If you build up somebody for an entire season and then you have them come back as a series regular for the next season, you got to give them a pay bump. You, you can't necessarily do that mm-hmm. and still do things you want to do, like include an entirely different, you know, big bad for the next season. Right. There's a lot going on there. It gets weird. Yeah. Like, some part of me thinks I would like to be in the room just to listen while some of these decisions mm-hmm. were being made, just so I knew more. Mm-hmm. Some part of me thinks that if I were in that room and I heard all these discussions taking place, yeah, I would just scream, uh, you're a bunch of assholes, and start hitting people with whatever I could find near me. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're definitely assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just like throwing, throwing a dish of of candied mints at people. <laughs> whatever, it's whatever times I like could find. It's times like that. I wish this was a video podcast because people <laughs> would have seen the most perplexed look on my face. <laughs> like what? Whatever they have on that glass coffee table, they're so proud of. Uh-huh. Costs forty five thousand dollars. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what Lillian does, what Lena does. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm into the Luthor storyline. I'm interested to see more or, or any Lex really come in. And uh, you know, a lot of people are, are calling for it to be Michael Rosenbaum. Doesn't need to be a Michael Rosenbaum. Come on, guys. No, this isn't small. No, though. that would be deeply confusing. It, that it would specifically be shouldn't be him. Like I'm, I, I do love him, but it's, <laughs> sorry, it shouldn't be him on this one. Yeah, I agree. But he is my favorite on-screen Lex Luthor, as far as like like live-action Lex Luthor. I do agree. Um, I have you listened to his podcast? No, I I do keep missing. I, he his voice he has his voice is deepened. Nice, it's ripened. <laughs> Getting into Batman territory. Well, I mean, not 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 quite there, but I don't know. I got the vapors. Mm, nice. I was like, oh, Michael. Oh, <laughs> you're forty here. Your 40 years is starting to feel kind of sensual, yeah. distinguished. Also, we're all getting old. Yeah. The um, he, he got old and gained hair. That was the Yeah, that anyway. was that was a big uh big change for him. I do <laughs> kind of predict 
because Hoechlin's still in the in the picture. Hoechlin, Hoechlin, whatever. Um, this version mm-hmm. of Superman's still in the picture, and we're about to bring Lex Luthor in. I yeah. I do want to kind of predict a moment where we actually see them on screen. I'm not saying it's going to I mean, be maybe long. It, it may be like it, I. I think it's going to be part of an episode, and we move on. But I, th- I, I think it's in the air. I mean, it might be in the air. There's, you know, there are rumors now that they're doing pretty unsubstantiated rumors, but there are rumors out there floating about that the Crisis on Infinite Earths is going to be a backdoor pilot for a uh, super Superman show. They've cast a Lois, kind of a leading lady Lois, uh, from another CW show, or actually, I think Grimm was an NBC show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Grimm. Um, but let's be fair, that was a CW show. We all know what it was. <laughs> it would have fit in well. It <laughs> um, definitely had the ratings of a C- uh, CW show. Uh, yeah, they're bringing in Lex Luthor. That's what I sense coming in the air. Like, we don't have like substantial real sources or anything, nothing trusted. But, you know, that rumor is floating out in the ether. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring in Lex Luthor. Uh-huh. Well. Yeah, I don't buy it yet, but... I don't necessarily buy it, but, you know, it's food for thought, I guess. Food for stew. I don't necessarily need a Superman show. I really don't. I've got enough superheroes. I'm good. Yeah. I'll watch it if it happens. Oh, yeah. Of course we will. You might wind up with a review like this. (laughs) Where half of it's, why are we doing this? And the other half is, I still like this. Yeah. Uh, I I seriously hope for, uh, for, for better things. Like, that... Agent of Liberty was seemed pretty pretty brutal. Um, Otis cutting that dude's tusks off were pretty was pretty brutal. Yeah, that's that felt painful. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some visceral feelings here that that were intended, and there were those with the bike scene. That was rough. <laughs> that was the yeah. hard part for me. I think I, I don't think I have anything else to say about this episode. Yeah, I um parts I'm excited about, parts I'm not. We'll see where the season goes. Yeah, I don't necessarily trust uh, Supergirl's ability to uh, pull out a season arc and make it stick. I don't think I've really felt like they've ever actually done that. Mm. I feel like all this time they've still been struggling to figure out like what they were doing. That's how it always feels to me. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably a fair critique. They they don't yeah they don't necessarily know where the show is supposed to go. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, uh, feel free to let us know how wrong we are and uh, or how much you agree with us. Whatever. That's fine, too. I'm sure of the former. Well, we, sure, we're sure of the former, but we prefer the latter. Sure. Stroke our egos. Or don't. <laughs> we tweet at DC on screen. Facebook group dot com slash groups slash DC on screen podcast. You can come over and talk to us about the shows. And uh, yeah. Uh, we're gonna come right back with a with an arrow review, and uh, we I think we're pretty keen on that one mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. So until next time, guys, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time, 
TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus. The bulbous walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.